Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. Today we're going to be talking about AEW Dynamite and MLW Fusion. Uh, before we get to all of that, my name is John and joining me every time my micro SD card corrupts and we lose an entire episode is the Simon Gotch to my Jacob Fatu. Marianne, hello. Oh, the first time we recorded that, I screamed a lot. You did. Indeed. You did. I'm very excited about that. I'm I'm sad, though, because last week was a thirsty Simon Gotch episode, and everyone missed it. So I, I'll just let everybody... This is this is what happened last week. Um, I, I record my podcast to a micro SD card on my road um pro uh, my roadcaster sorry my roadcaster pro uh i take it out of the roadcaster pro and i put it into a micro sd slot and i you know take the episode off the micro sd put it on my computer and edit it as you would do um but for some reason it corrupted the card in the middle of transferring and our episode from last week is gone for eternity such a bummer so it I, had a great name it did uh it what was it Pac noir it was Pac noir <laughs> very upset about that um that yeah but there's nothing i can do about it so i just kind of went well all right moving on um but here we are this is episode uh 223 part due part due if you will um so how have you been marianne I've I've been good. Um, real bored. Uh, had to go to the doctors again. Oh. For or when I say the doctors, I mean the psychiatrist, and everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Like mentally fine. It's just I'm sleepy as fuck all the time. Mm. And he had already tested me for it, and it's not like narcolepsy or anything. And it's not. I don't have sleep apnea, and it's not my medication. And I was like mentally, I feel completely fine. I don't know why I'm so fucking exhausted, and it's not a thyroid issue. And so he was like, okay, well, maybe you should take your Adderall twice a day now. Oh. And I was like, well, damn. How's that been going? Or was um, that? I haven't started oh, okay. doing it yet because I wanted to wait till an appropriate time. Fair. To be able to. Um, well, I hadn't been feeling as tired lately because I'd just been working in the back storage room at work. Mm-hmm. And that's like my happy place. So if I like start off the day with a bunch of stuff to do and continuously have the same amount of stuff to do all day, I'm not going to get tired. But the second you sit me down because I have to go back up to the front for the last half hour of my shift, I'm going to be like, I'm sleepy. Um, Nothing in the world will get me to go to the gym after this unless I bring my gym clothes with me to work because otherwise I'll be like, no, sleep time. Yeah. So, but I mean, that's been, that's been fine. Um, officially officially decided to bring my mom to the west coast pro show to meet dan helsen uh she has written it on her nature calendar it is officially a thing wow she's very excited fun times march 20th Uh, yeah she's indeed yeah she's been quoting a dan helsen up she's been quoting dan helsen like crazy but i mean she she quotes jericho frequently too i've created a monster my god it's it's real bad. But yeah, how have you been? Uh I've been okay. Uh I'm trying to think of anything 
incredibly interesting that has happened to me over the past week. Um, and I can't think of anything. So did you do anything for the Super Bowl? Oh yeah, the Super Bowl. No, I didn't. I watched the Super Bowl by myself. <laughs> uh, I was gonna go over to a friend's house, but I think we did. It. Uh, that was Sunday. We recorded it on Saturday. Um, I can't remember. Oh, I was helping Lauren with a shoot. That's what it was. And then we got back too late, and it, uh, I put in the directions for the house I was gonna go to, and I was just like, "Fuck this! I'm not going." I don't even like football. Um, it was a great game. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is this is. I was like, heads up, Twitter. Um, I don't give a fuck about this sport. Yeah. Um, but my mom does. My stepdad doesn't like sports. Period. Mm. He only knows that the only thing he likes is the army and Halloween decorations. But um, I just watched it with my mom, and I was like, I'm only here for the boss spinach dip that she makes. Ooh, nice. So that's literally the only reason. And I was just like that, and uh, sad San Francisco fans is something that I secretly enjoy, and by secretly I mean publicly enjoy. My God, <laughs> showboating it means you deserve to lose. I'm sorry, but yeah. Anyways, football. Football. Yeah, XFL uh, started this week. Vince McMahon's football league. I watched the. New York Guardians, who are the team I have pledged my allegiance to, um, destroyed the Tampa Bay Vipers, I think. Yeah, I think they're called the Tampa Bay Vipers. A friend of mine said, he was like, I watched the XFL, and he was like, and it wasn't bad, and I was so mad because I wanted it to be horrible. Oh, no, it was actually, it's actually a lot of fun. I really hope um, it's not a one-and-done thing like last time because it could be a lot of fun. Um. All right, so let's get into AEW Dynamite. Uh, we open the show with one uh, Jonathan Moxley taking on Ortiz. Um, we are great MJF sign. The MJF listens to Coldplay. Yeah, my mom spotted it and went, "Ooh, that's good." Um, I will say, uh, as of this recording, somehow, some way, John Moxley defeated Minoru Suzuki last night. Um, to god damn i'm surprised jaron hasn't like oh it happened i watched it it was a banger of a match it was a lot of fun um but moxley ends up getting the win and is immediately attacked by zach saber jr so who tried to fit all those beers in his in his trunks oh he did he there's a picture that i'll send it to you on twitter it's really funny it's like him trying to cram a bunch of stuff into his tiny little trunks and oh it's kind God. of adorable uh yeah so it looks like we're going zach saber jr versus john moxley next uh pretty pretty interesting but Moxley's still the iwgp united states champion but that is not what we are talking about right now we have uh excalibur given the the big boss shout out to John Moxley. And then there was also a Mets fan, a Mets fan. There's a guy wearing a Mets sweatshirt and I was fired up. I was, a Mets shirt. It was a sweatshirt. A, a Mets, Mets shirt. shirt. Yes. <laughs> uh, rest of the inner circle comes out and there once again, he comes out to do commentary with Sammy Guevara also, but they're literally just having him come out so people can sing the song. Yeah, I saw that and I went, oh, it's done. It's I was like, like, you can't you can't make this a th like it has to be organic. And that means that it will only happen once. Now it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, yeah. Jericho Jericho made a quote about Santana, I believe, where he's he described him as he's like a cigarette machine with a head on it. Yes. And my mom went, 
Wow, what a dated reference. They don't even make those anymore. And yeah. I had to go, Mom, well, Jericho's old. So when they when he said that, I went, that what? What? That's like <laughs> not even I don't even think that's a good reference for the early two thousands or late nineties. Yeah. Yeesh. I know. I, um I did I another word of wisdom that Jericho had was basically uh don't ever be nice to anybody. Which I loved. And then Sammy was like, wait, hold on. I have to write it down. Yes, that was great. I loved Sammy on commentary just uh, hanging out with his his wrestle dad. Oh, my God. Um, Ortiz hit a great tope. Uh, Moxley gets the win. And Did did you know that Ortiz wore those weird toe shoes? I I feel like I did, but uh, I I hate that so much. Yeah, I was like, whoa, those are those are interesting. But I mean, we you know there are people that are wear that wear no shoes to wrestle. So I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but they are. Fair. I was like, oh, this is this is such a strange thing to wrestle in. He's but, such a weird like everything about him is so mismatched, but it somehow still comes as a complete package. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's so crazy. I don't understand. At first, I was like, I hate that planking move, but then I was like, honestly, I hate it. But I would hate it more if it was anyone but him. Yeah, I mean, and it you know, <laughs> it is. I get it effective because you're just not like bracing yourself with anything. It's, no, well, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, and he's ridiculous, Absolutely. so therefore it kind of fits. Um, Santana, they start sending people down and I believe Santana gets the, uh, the car key to the eye. So an eye for an eye once again. And um, there, yeah, he was holding up the car keys and how much did the car cost supposedly? I don't know, like 500,000 or something. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was like as much as a house. And I went, there is no way that Ford makes a car that pricey. I mean, maybe. I don't know. There's no way. Are you kidding me? No well, way. If I remembered the name of the car, I would look it up right now, but I don't care that much, to be honest. But it's just like, well, obviously they do have like a weird, because Cody drives a Ford too, and they're always like, keys. And I'm like, ah, product placement, Taco Bell. Yeah. Like every time I see it. But I'm like, what if it's not even a Ford? And they just have like a Ford key. Shape. That's funny. That would be weird. Good shit. Uh, up, I don't know. Up next, we had the best friends taking on SCU. The best friends being? Oh, Chuck Taylor. You just made the list. I might have just woken up from a nap. It's fine. Ch- Chuck Taylor and Trent taking on Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky. Uh, best friends got a full screen entrance. I was really happy about that. They also, did. you were correct. New gear, a toot, man. Yeah. Okay, great. Because I was, I was, uh, I, I thought it matches enough. And we'll just hit the toot right now. It matches um, enough. Greg gets to keep his shitty gray tights. Yes. Which he loves, which I hate because they just make you, it makes it really obvious when you're sweating. Mm. But um, this is the nicest that Chuck has ever looked in the ring. Oh, wow. uh, and he really splurged on those velvet paneled tights a few years back. And look at him now. Yeah, he's got that. Look at this gorgeous specimen of a man that I love very much with now his rainbow butt writing. And. Good shit. And then Orange Cassidy, uh, for a short amount of time, wearing Trent's jacket. That was and, cute. And, excuse me. And also wearing Chuck's Chuck's jacket. He wore both His of vest. them. His vest? His vest. Yeah, he wore he both of those vests. What a dork. Oh, yeah. I love him. Um, I, did I have a lot to say about this match? I thought the match was itself was okay. I thought the finish was pretty good. Yeah. What was that weird flippy thing that Dust did? 
to Kazarian where he like landed on his knees. My mom was like, whoa, rewind it. That was cool. Do it again. But I didn't know what it was because I had never seen him do it before. Um, I don't recall. Oh, but Kazarian's scissor kicks, they really rekindle my love of wrestling every time I see them. Yeah, man. He's got some good I scissor love kicks. love that shit. Love it. Uh, that German suplex by Kazarian on Trent on the oh outside God. was insane. And I don't know what I expect because it's Trent and he is always trying to die. Yeah, well, it's, he's, he's an idiot. But, uh, well, that was mean. But he's not a smart dude. Uh, Dustin with that awkward-ass senton that he did. Yes. Where he, like, landed on his shoulder. And I was like, oh, bless his little heart. But, like, one of my favorite things, my mom was like, oh, no, is he dead? Because they were all like lying on the ground. Then Orange Cassidy goes over there and lies there. <laughs> yeah. And my mom was like, Dustin's bad at this. And I was like, what? And she was like, being dead. Because he and I and I was told her, I was like, well, one of my favorite things about him is no, no matter how wiped out he is, he will always find time to pull up his tights, even if it's not even necessary. It's like his nervous quirk. Yes. He'll walk around and like adjust his tights. And he did it on the ground when he was supposed to be like dead and he was like no gotta fix my tights even though i'm lying down and i'm like this is what made me this is what makes you such a terrible mass wrestler the way you walk and your nervous ticks it makes it very <laughs> obvious when it's you yeah Do you remember when we figured out and i can spoil this because it's on wikipedia when yeah. i went john chuck taylor is mr azerbaijan how did we not notice this i don't know it was so obvious after I went, wait, I know somebody that walks like that. He keeps adjusting. Oh, fuck. It's Chuck Taylor. <laughs> Goddamn. Uh, I love that man. The Dark Order comes out and they um, they are approached by Orange Cassidy and they offer Orange Cassidy a mask to join uh, to join Dark Order and. Um, someone said, I can't see the, JR. JR, I can't see the orange man under a hood. And I said, if you only knew JR. <laughs> and my first thought was, where would he put his sunglasses? Oh my God. Imagine him wearing sunglasses over the mask. Well, th then he would be super Kolo. Have you ever seen super Kolo? Of course not. Oh my God. Marianne, super Kolo is the best. He had one of those. So his mask was, I think it was purple. Um, it might have been different colors. And on it, sewn onto it, was like a Kangol hat. Do you remember those, like, the, those Kangol hats? Yes. And um, also on the mask is what appeared to be like sunglasses. So he was super cool. Oh, my God. So he'd be super callow. There you go. Uh, and then conveniently, Christopher Daniels comes out after everything and uh, they don't attack him, mainly because Christopher Daniels is the exalted one. Yeah, so. I kept telling that to my mom and she's like, that makes no sense. And I'm like, trust me, when John says it, it has it has credit. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> that's that's going to happen. Um, MJF says some stuff, followed by Taz saying some stuff about the stuff that MJF said. Uh, after that, we had Dr. Britt Baker. She's a dentist taking on uh, Yuka Sakazaki. What, what's the difference between DMD and DDS? Um, I don't know, but uh, there is a difference. I mean, I could have Googled it, but at the same time, I was like, I don't yeah. care. And I don't uh, care to Google it either. What I do care about is Yuka Sakazaki. <laughs> she is great. She makes me wish I was Asian. My God. Because the way she dresses... 
and like her hair and everything is so cute and perfect. And I'm like, I wish I could have that weird hair. I love it. And she's so cute. My mom was like, confirmed. She is cute. Yeah, absolutely. By God, magical girl splash. He didn't even say magical girl. He just said magic girl. Magic girl. She's magic. <laughs> um, This match was okay, but I did laugh very hard when Britt Baker lost. Um, And then she uh, hit uh, Yuka with the worst ring bell hit I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. But then from there, it got fucking fucking amazing. She put her uh, mouth on the bottom rope and curb stomped her into the rope and her mouth was bleeding, and there was a quote-unquote broken tooth, uh, and then she she applied her submission finisher uh, with the with the bloody mouth. It was, uh, I was like, why didn't they do this three weeks ago? I was like, this is great shit, but also real talk, is she going to shoot fix her teeth for her now? <laughs> oh, Please my God. Tell me so it, it was a gimmicked tooth. It didn't, didn't actually come out. But still, if she ever did... I feel like she would owe it to them to fix their fucking teeth. Yeah, well, I mean, then she would get paid for it. So yeah, is she there? Is she the AEW resident dentist? Like legitimate shoot dentist? I don't know. That'd be I funny. No <laughs> she takes her job to her other job. I will. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I will say I did like this a lot better than the promos. I mean, she's full on heel now. This is good stuff. Um, yeah, breaking teeth. Ugh. Yuck. Uh, up next. We had the Butcher and the Blade and the Lucha Bros taking on Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and Hangman Page uh, in a eight-man tag team contest. Yes, uh, JR likes to call uh, Justin Roberts the old dapper yapper. The old dapper yapper. Oh, and boy. I went, God damn, uh, fuck. Page comes out by himself, the rest of the elite uh, follow basically I, the entire match is Paige refusing to tag the Young Bucks, which ends up uh, costing them the match. Uh, but you were going to say something. I okay, so I was watching this match with my mom. I loved how quick it was. Yeah, it was a good. It was match. very entertaining, and um, I said to my mom, "I was like, Mom, I can't believe I didn't tell you this, but Chuck Taylor." I was like, "Because my mom's always like, Paige reminds me of somebody," and. Uh, Chuck Taylor said, guy from Letterkenny is Hangman Page, right? Does anyone, does everyone already know this? Am I breaking news? My answer to this is hard yes. I agree with that shit. I've only watched one episode. He is, he's literally Wayne from Letterkenny. (laughs) It's the exact same person. And I could not believe that I'd not make the connection sooner. And I'm very upset about it. But my mom went, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Because we love Letterkenny at my house. Jesus. Noise. Good shit. Um, yeah, so I, I, once again, if you didn't know, Ray Phoenix, a star. Um, Hangman, Hotman Hangman, or Hotman. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'll do it. You just made the list! <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Hot Tag Hangman, but that didn't come out correctly. <laughs> We're leaving it in. Um, he, he came in and just was clearing house... He, he hit a beautiful uh, Orihara moonsault. We've talked about he's got a good moonsault. He got mad air on that one, Yes, too. he did. Um, but it may have just looked like that because he wasn't jumping into the ring. He was jumping outside of the ring. Yes. It could have just been regular air. Could have been. Um, 
It, but it, the story was he refuses to tag the Young Bucks in. He ends up tagging himself in. He hits a crazy follow-away slam at one point. That was point. so nuts. Oh, my Lord. Um, And it becomes the downfall of the Elite and Hangman as they are not the victors in the Butcher the Blade and the Lucha Bros are our winners. And uh, everyone is arguing. <laughs> Just call him Andy, Allie, and that one guy. Yes, uh, Pepper. Uh, but uh, after the match, it's Pac once again. Pac Noir from the episode. Out there calling him Kenneth. Called him Kenneth, and <laughs> he basically threatens Riho. Like he's like, I was like, what is she even doing there? She's just hanging out. I don't know. Uh, and he he's like, you better give me my match or I don't know what's going to happen. He's like, fine, you get your match. And then he's like, wow, man, you honestly, you're, you're a piece of shit. If you thought I'd hit her, just you idiot. And he's like, oh, but she'll probably hit her. And Nyla Rose comes out from nowhere. It was hilarious. Beats the shit out of Riho and power bombs her through a table. And's like, Riho, you've been marked Blah, or something. I don't know, but it was good. Shit. It was good. shit. <laughs> Uh, we had a Darby Allen thing where he apparently someone um, uh, sold him a flamethrower. Uh, you mean he was Randy Orton setting <laughs> Bray Wyatt's shack on fire? Yes, uh, but instead <laughs> of that, he was setting the the standee of Jericho and Sammy Guevara on fire. I love that standee uh, so much. So I assume we're gonna get Darby and Sammy coming up, which I'm 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 here for it. Um, up next we had Kip Sabian versus Joey Janela, and I mean I was not really into this match. Um, I yeah, Kip Sabian, and I said this last week, but the episode got deleted. Um, he makes me angry, like how good looking he is. Mm-hmm. Like it, it and Halico is the same, but it's like you look at him and you're just like, oh fuck you! You're like so you're so pretty that I'm like annoyed. Yeah. And I look at him, and it doesn't help that he's British, but he literally looks like if you put together every single member of One Direction and made them one person, my God, it would be Kip Sabian. But going back to last week, and Helico had a match, and I found out that he's also a gifted soccer player, and now I hate him more. My God, my he's too hot. God. He's like unattainably gorgeous. Yeah, um, yeah. But, I honestly I mean, don't even remember who won this match. I'm pretty sure it was Kip, Kip Sabian. Sabian. Uh, after he was revived by a kiss, which was amazing. Um, Jim Ross was perving on Penelope Ford the entire time. Yeah, I was not honestly paying attention enough to to hear any of that. But I mean, you can you can safely assume. Yeah, um, it makes me mad because I want to hate them so much. And I partially do mostly because Kip Sabian like legitimately makes me angry with uh-huh. how hot he is. But they're Harry Potter fans. Their dog is named after Dumbledore. Oh, my God. It's Oscar Albus. Amazing. Isn't that amazing? That is great. Ugh, ugh. And then his finisher is the Deathly Hollows. Like, get the fuck out, you perfect <laughs> human. Get out, both uh, of you. Stop. Up next, we had the inner circle. They they mad, and Santana would like to fight uh, one John Moxley. It did start, though, with Jericho saying, can you shut your ass to the interviewer? <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, we had a dark order vignette. It was so good. 
Um, we had the Dark Order vignette. We had the Hangman Bucks thing where they're all arguing with each other. Um, we had the Dustin Rhodes thing. Where he, they took his beer cup and then he lifted oh, up a pitcher. I lifted up with a pitcher. That was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> and then we had the, the main events segment, which was uh, the MJF Cody takes 10 lashes segment. Um, I mean, all right. I, th- this didn't really do anything for me. Um, I didn't either. I, I I was like, do I have to watch this? Yeah, I mean, I don't like, really care. Here we go. Uh, all the heels come out and they're like, hey, hey, yeah. And then Arn Anderson comes out, uh, dusting. Like all the heels, even if you're like, oh, they they are they're somehow affiliated just because they're heels. Weird. I mean, I don't know this why is like Brit- Disney villains. Yeah, like why did uh, everybody else I could see coming out because I'm very sure. Oh, Kip and Cody had a match the week before. Sammy and Cody started off Dynamite. What the fuck is Britt Baker doing there? Why is Britt Baker there? I don't understand it at all. Maybe she just hates Brandy Rhodes by proxy. I don't know. Um, So Arn comes out. Then Dustin comes out, and he's like, I want to take the lashes. And MJ's like... my note was, I take lashes for my little bubby, too. Yeah, and he's like... But just one of them, not the mean one. And he's and MJF's like, yeah, that's not how this works. Um, also, just a random note: how different is this MJF from the MJF we will talk oh about God. on MLW? MJF MLW, that is the only MJF I ever want. I yeah, it's we'll, so good. We'll get we'll get to it. Um, uh, young Bucks come out. Everyone's just like, you can do it, man. Just. Yeah, you're almost there. Uh, Wardlow whips him a couple of times. Or God, I hate that name so much. I don't know how many, if he whips him just once or twice. I can't remember. And then uh, non-evil Brandy Rhodes comes out. And I'm just like, are we not doing this gimmick anymore? Are we done with the Nightmare Collective? I think we might be. And she's like, you can do it. I love you. And he's like, all right. And then he gets hit in the face or something. I don't know. But did you see that fan legitimately attack MJF at the end? No. Yeah. So they cut to MJF. That's hysterical. They cut to MJF. Like, he's up the stairs. And then they cut back really quick. And there's, like, Wardlow and MJF. And then, like, it looks like a security guard or, like, hitting some random dude. It was very weird. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, so last week, we actually watched MLW Fusion for the first time. Uh, I think overall we liked it, um, but we're going to, you know, we're going to stick with it. Uh, I'm just bummed because I can't remember all the good, sh- like the good and or bad shit that we said last week. I mean, for last week, I think the only thing that was of of note was the Von Eriks, for me at least. We and then got, the questionable segment, backstage segment work, oh, yeah. where the camera, like you couldn't decide if Alicia was bad. Yes. Or and then it was just there was just times where it's like, oh, this is this is. Hmm. Yeah. Um. But I mean, last week we got to see Marshall Von Eric wrestle, and I was pretty impressed with him. Uh, we'll get to more on that in a little bit. Um. So I just finally figured out during this episode, Marianne, I know that like finally is, you know, a really harsh word because we've only been watching MLW for two weeks now. Yeah. Uh, But this ring announcer was uh, he did Chikara or is still ring announcing for them. So that's why because his voice, I'm like, this guy sounds so familiar. 
and he might still be ring announcing for them, but I am not completely sure. Hmm. But yeah, he he either did it for a while or is just still doing it. I cannot like remember. a weird Hitler Jim Carrey. He sa- that's what he looks like. He also he has a he has a his announcing style sounds like a minor league baseball game announcer, which, which you love, I'm sure. Here and it, I don't know why, but every time I hear his voice, it reminds me of the San Jose Giants, and I don't know why. <laughs> and here's today's beer batter. It's like what is happening? Um, so we start off the show. Uh, filthy Tom Lawler comes out. Um, and uh, let me tell you, they get some great fan reactions. The guy that's like, take off the shirt. You don't deserve it. Cause he's wearing a Von Eric shirt. Um, and he cuts a little promo about how the Von Erics suck and he's great. And he's going to build his new family. And here's Dominic Greeny, uh, Dominic Ooh, terrible. Hmm? And Dominic Greeny was bad. Um, I disagree. And I'm pretty he, sure I it's, think he was bad with this weird ass matchup. Like it totally showed. Yeah, this match was not great. Um, I like Dominic Greeny. He everything I have seen of him besides this, he's been uh, great. This match, I don't, I don't know what the hell was going on here. It was, it was like a weird, like it was a strange matchup. It totally showed. Yeah. It was like watching a slope, like, because Garini is, like, not a quick fellow. No. So, like, running ropes just seemed really awkward. And, like, his reactions to being in the ring with somebody who's so quick was just, like, it It didn't make him look very good. And But I had, to, I had to look at it and go, but he's good at what he does. So this might just be that it was a very strange matchup in style. I that think, was just not. Yeah, I think that's what we have to uh we have to say it is. Um, but also, I, we didn't mention that uh, his opponent is Zenshi, uh, formerly known to us, and we mentioned Chikara earlier, as as Shinron. And I haven't seen Shinron wrestle in years, Marianne. Really? Years? It yeah. It feels like it's been that long. It has been, because I do remember after he left, and I think he changed his name to Zenshi, I can't remember, Um he he had like a, almost a career-ending injury, so oh he had to, yeah he had to like stop for a while. But now he's back. Um, but yeah, this match was was really fucking sloppy. Um, but I I'm will telling s- you, it was the style weird. It was just weird. And then at the end of the match, like the interview afterwards, it was like Garini. Like she tried to interview him, and I was just like, oh, he doesn't know. I will say uh, Garini's limb work was great. I really like yeah, that. Well, it would have to be. I would hope so. <laughs> and the the end of the match was also was also pretty cool. I like. The I end would of love the match. to see him go against Gotch. Uh, yeah, he, they would kick the shit out of each other. I mean, yeah, this is uh, definitely. He does Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and so does Gotch. Yeah, so that would be that would be great. Um, uh, we go backstage. Brian Pillman Jr. <laughs> These backstage segments need work. They really they do. do. Uh, he's like, hey, I'm here. Oh, no, I'm being attacked. And, <laughs> oh, here comes Davy Boy. He's helping me not be attacked anymore. It was bad. But I will say the Dynasty segment where, was so good. Where MJF apparently had coffee for the very first time was caffeine. a delight. It was so good, you guys. If you need, if you need to see, like, this is a refreshing MJF. If you could find just that, like, solid, like, that segment by itself on YouTube, it's so funny. 
Yes. Like, it's so good. It's very good. Um, and it's just the way they were talking, like, it reminded me of just the setup and the way they amped each other up. It reminded me of, here's another Chikara reference for you guys. They were like a bougie 3.0. Oh yes. Also, now that we reminded me of Shane Matthews, but also like a really excited yes. uh, Scott Parker. Yes. But like not as not as clearly coked out as Shane Matthews is, but like it was they were like a bougie 3.0. It was it was good shit. I mean, we've mentioned Chikara so many times. I would also just like to point out that I think on Saturday I got a random uh I was just like a ra- I I need to watch when BDK was formed. <laughs> And I randomly you got a random thought. That's yeah, weird. I was like, oh, I need to watch that. So um, when, did, when did you have this thought? It was Saturday. So yesterday. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was Friday. I apologize. Friday. That night. Is, I'm trying. I was like trying to think of because because Tim Dons messaged me the other day. Yeah. And I was like, I bet you it was that exact same moment when you were like, I need to watch BDK matches. It, it was. so Well, I watched the formation from one of the uh, the. Um, was this is this uh, uh, pre Claudio being bald? No, it was it was the Claudio that we know, and that's when he turned on Quackenbush. Uh, yeah, I forgot and, to put Cesaro on my list, didn't I? Yeah. Shit. Um, and he's on that list. I love Cesaro so much, you guys. Also, I just I only watch the Fed. I hate saying the Fed. Excuse me. I only watch the WWE for Cesaro. My God. Um. Also, I just uh logged on to. Not just right now, but to watch that, I went to independentwrestling.tv and their Chikara back catalog is pretty much complete. It's crazy. So I think they've completely switched off of Chikaratopia, I think. But yeah, that's how I watched it. It was great. Anyway, uh, we have the weirdest of weird matchups. Uh, the the AirPod God, Richard Holiday taking on Savio Vega. Um, who I'm not sure, Marianne, if you're familiar with Savio Vega. The name sounds extremely familiar. I mean, he was mid '90s WWE guy. Um, I remember. That's probably where I've heard it from. Yeah, uh, he had feuds with Stone Cold. He was in the, I believe, he was in the Nation of Domination with Farouk and um, Kama Mustafa and all those guys, and D'Lo Brown. Um, and before they splintered off into their own little groups and Savio Vega was the leader of Los Bariquas. <laughs> and then he, uh, he, you know, he runs his own promotion in Puerto Rico, which um, I think was on direct TV. And MJF was like, nobody goes to Puerto Rico for wrestling. They go there for vacation, <laughs> which is, I mean, not, I mean, true and also not true. Um, but yeah, I remember seeing Savio Vega as a character called the boss and he just wore all black and a bowl, uh, not a bowler hat, but I think he wore like maybe a fedora and glasses and had a baseball bat with him at all times. Oh my God. That's like an anime character. That promotion was so crazy, Marianne. They used to like, people used to, it was almost done in like a gymnasium that was like two stories and people no. would like fall off the balcony onto the hardwood floor. No. It was Is so ridiculous. Yeah. It was, oh my God. it was insane. Anyway. Um, once again, caffeinated MJF is the fucking best. 
It was amazing when he was like, are we going to hug? I can feel like we're going to hug. Yes. And um, then he went over and hugged and he's like, oh, I can feel it. And then they hugged and he was like, oh, I love you, man. Because he gave him his AirPods to hold them. Yes. It was it was good shit. Um, I, I am very much enjoying caffeinated MJF. Uh, his reference to his reference to Savio Vega looking like Quang was also very funny. Um, that was a character that Savio Vega also played in the WWE before he was just Savio Vega. Um, I don't really have a lot of notes about the match. Uh, the ADRs were really bad on when they're like, oh, we've just been notified that the building has been on lockdown. They were really bad. Yeah, it, it was it was not good. I still haven't formed a, a real opinion on Alicia yet. Yeah, I want to say she's not good. We'll see. I mean, we've got two episodes. Yeah. Um, and then when they, she, she definitely knows how to interview. Yeah. She just, it's what she's working with. It's probably not her. I think it's just what she's working with. Doesn't make it easy. Cause I've seen her give some great interviews. Like, cause that's what she legitimately does. Right. I think it's just what she's been given. Right. Um, Oh, when they run around the ring after, after, uh, Richard holiday wins, (laughs) that was very funny. Uh, they actually steal Savio Vegas belt. So I guess that will be a continuing storyline. Um, we have another awkward backstage segment with Brian Pillman Jr., Davy Boy Smith Jr., and the Von Ericks. My God, too um, many people. There's a lot of uh, in between the main event and uh, and this last match. The a lot of shit, a lot of just no <laughs> wrestling happened. Uh, they show Killer Cross, so Killer Cross is coming, even though he just signed with NXT last week. Um, I don't know how far in advance these are taped, but anyway, um, they announced the MLW Dragon Gate um, little uh, cross-promotion stuff they're going to do, the partnership. I know uh, myself, I'm very excited about that. I also know Dan is very excited about that. Um, he would be. It's going to be good stuff in the future. Um, the referees are under review. That whole segment was wild. Which I love. I love that, like injustice, they're supposed to be bad guys, and we're supposed to like not like them. But also, the commentators are like, "Yeah, the referees are really fucking up their matches," <laughs> and now the officials are looking at who. It's like justified heel work. Yes, like see, we told you. <laughs> it's basically like Bobby the Brain Heenan saying that Hulk Hogan was a piece of shit, and then he he became Hollywood Hogan. And he's like, "Yeah, see, I told you, he's a piece of shit." <laughs> um, it's like the lesser version of that. Um, and besides the Dragon Gate um, partnership, we're also having a AAA super show, MLW versus AAA, March 13th. That should be interesting. They're really, uh, you know, they're making friends. Friends. Uh, and next, still need, to, still need to work on their uh, segments, though. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, next week... The Dynasty will be executively producing uh, the episode, so I'm excited to see that. Uh, the <laughs> it better be too much graphics. I hope so. Al- <laughs> Al- Alicia's interviewing Mance Warner, and she's like, what do you think of the Dynasty? And he's like, they're assholes. And then he gives her a beer and walks away. <laughs> he gives her a light beer, and it was like a tiny can. And yes. she was like, what? <laughs> Yeah. Um, I love Mance Warner. We had uh, Zen Shi, and he's like, the only Zen I want is revenge. And I was it like, it would only work if there was Zen in the word revenge. Zen revenge? I don't know. It was bad. Anyway, uh, our main event was for the World Heavyweight Championship 
Jacob Fatu taking on Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, How often have you seen Jacob Fatu wrestle? um, I have seen him three times. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, and one of them was um, at a GCW show, uh, the same show where Nick Gage fought um, David Arquette. (laughs) Um, But I really loved the uh, intro video of all the past world champions. I thought that was very cool. That's a very, like... Um, Japanese promotion thing to do. I liked it. We had Brian Pillman Jr. in the tiger print tights, just like his dad. These were black and white, not the the Bengals colors, but still pretty cool. <laughs> um, Marianne, is the Samoan smashing machine the worst of the Samoan nicknames? Confirmed. It's real bad. Um, they're, they, that, no, that's bad. Bad, bad, bad. I mean, there's there's so many of them. They're bound to run out eventually. Uh, yeah, but this one is... This, is no, it's bad. no bueno. Um, no good. I liked the the bit with... And I haven't seen Pillman wrestle in a while, and he's greatly improved. Um, I will say that. Um, the the bit where he was trying to punch Fatou's feet, I thought was pretty clever. Because, I mean, he's not wearing shoes, and you're on the ground. You might as well punch him in the feet. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yes. Uh, he hit the the cross body, uh, much like his father. He's incorporating a lot of Brian Pillman's senior moves into it. Um, we get another picture and picture of the Death Squad uh, apparently murdering Davy Boy Smith backstage, um, and then Injustice shows up and they attack Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, Myron Reed hits him with the catcher's chest protector. Which we talked about last week in our in our invisible episode. Yes, um, <laughs> I, I think great length. Um, and uh, now I'm mad that I didn't get to we didn't get to go over that again. I, I was know. like, what is that? What is that look? It doesn't fit him. It looks it, he looks like oh, I remember what I said. He looks like in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yes. like when Genghis Khan raids the sports store and comes out wearing everything. Yes, like that's what it reminded me of. It was just like ill fitting and just weird and yeah. Uh, um. Myron Reed hits him with the uh, catcher's chest protector. And then uh, Jacob Fatu just goes on a, hey, look what I can do uh, segment where he does this. Is Would that be considered a springboard moonsault? The one where he, he does like the handstand in bounces off the ropes? I don't know what to I call think that. So. But he does a lot of moonsaults. So like that- I, I, he does. He doesn't. I don't think I've seen a match with him where he doesn't do more than where he does like. He always does more than one right. in every match. So every he, match. He did the first one. He got a two count. Then he does a very impressive double jump moonsault, um, second to third to moonsault. Um, and then he gets up again and does the same exact moonsault for the three count. Uh, very impressive. He does a good standing moonsault. Yeah. Uh, very impressed with Jacob Fatu. Brian Pillman Jr. has come a long way since the last time I saw him wrestle. Um yeah, so that was M- that was MLW. I think we're we're sticking with it. We're sticking I mean, with we it. We have to. We need more Simon content. Absolutely, absolutely. You and by we, I list. mean me. Absolutely. It showed uh, him in like the segment at the beginning, just as like a review, and my heart was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> I love him so much." Um. So <laughs> next week, or this week rather, because it's Sunday, and this will probably be released tomorrow. Um, cause I have to go record. Well, well, Sunday is technically the start of the week. Yes. Yeah, so this week on AEW, we're going to get Nyla Rose versus Riho for the AEW women's world championship. 
um, a match that's being dubbed Eye for an Eye, John Moxley versus Santana. Uh, and then we are getting SCU, the rematch, SCU versus Omega and Hangman for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. And then uh, also this week on MLW, it is the Dynasty Executive Produced episode. We have Gino Medina, who I have never seen uh, wrestle. He looks like a he looks like a Hispanic Nick Jonas. <laughs> uh, he's going to take on uh, Septimo Dragon, Septimo Dragon, who I have never heard of, but I am excited to see. Um, Alexander Hammerstone, who I haven't seen in years, wrestle. Yeah, years. Yeah, taking on Aerostar. And then we are going to have um, an MLW tag team title match between MJF and Richard Holiday, and they will be taking on the champions, the Von Eriks. So very, uh, yeah, should be a good week. I didn't ask for questions. Um, I, seeing if, let's see. Uh, Jaren's question is, are eye patches the new wrestling accessory to have? And if so, fuck me, I want to rock an eye patch from before. I wanted to rock an eye patch before all this shit happened. Um, it looks like it is. I mean, we've got two guys already rocking them. We got Santana and we have Moxley, who is still rocking the eye patch in New Japan. Well, I told my mom about that, and she was like, that's great. And I was like, I know. I was yeah. like, he's a dedicated motherfucker. But uh, also, yeah. um, I didn't know because I don't watch New Japan because I value my sleep, um, that uh, I, I had said to Jaren, I was like, um, remember when you said Moxley was going to get murdered by Suzuki? And he was so sure of it is what he told me. And I was like, he was like, well, in my defense, no one leaves the match with Suzuki feeling like a million bucks. He didn't beat Suzuki. He survived Suzuki. I mean, that's a fair point. That fair. match was wild. That match was absolutely wild. Um, the main event. Like this morning was uh, Kenta versus uh, Tetsuya Naito for the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championships. Uh, Naito retained. Thank God. Um, but they did a, a spot where Naito hits his um, his head on an exposed turnbuckle, and you're like, oh, man, he hit the turnbuckle, and then he, he uh, I think they go to a close shot of him, and you go, Oh no, he really hit the turn. He was bleeding everywhere. Ew, yay! It Blood! was it was it was nuts. Uh but yeah, he ended up retaining. So hooray. Um all right. So you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moon Salt, and you can follow John on Twitter at JP Thrice. You can follow me on Instagram at Sailor.MoonSalt, and you can follow John on Instagram at the same handle he has on Twitter. Yep. Um, because lucky him. Yeah. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Just search for Tornado Tag Radio. Please rate and review us as well so we know that you're out there. And I did have somebody ask us how many listens we get. And oh, yeah. Like, well, it depends on what platform you're listening on. It, and It does. Uh, I mean, I could do it. I have not done the numbers for any show in a while but um for spotify if you just look up tornado tag radio now it is not under the the notlg banner anymore it's just under tornado tag radio um it's in its own separate um what did they call it marianne its own separate just i don't know it's its own separate thing so if you follow that you'll get all the new episodes it will uh, update automatically um yeah so make sure you follow us on spotify because i know a lot of podcasts are 
starting to get on there slash are going to be exclusively on Spotify. So I just resubscribed to everything on Spotify and uh, deleted my other app, said goodbye to it. Adios. Makes me sad. Alvita Horin. Uh, head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com. Buy a tornado tag radio shirt. Buy a mug. Buy a sweatshirt. Buy a tote bag. I don't know. Just go over there. And if that is not something that you would like to do, you can support us monetarily. T- you can support TTR and all the other NOTLG podcasts. Patreon.com slash NOTLG. You did mention last week a very special thing that's happening soon. Yeah, it was supposed to, to which, happen. Uh, was it Vince? Yeah, so uh, shout out to Vince. Yeah, oh God, because that episode got deleted. Yeah, shout out to Vince for uh, upping his, his uh, Patreon pledge. We appreciate it. Uh, that thing that we talked about is happening soon. Um, just, you know, life life has a way of not having time. Are you going to tell the people what that thing is? Uh, Yakety Cast is coming back. Um, that is a podcast, you guys, that when I was in college, I would start laughing out loud really hard in public and people would look at me weird. Yes. Like that's it's one of my favorite podcasts ever. John and Ernesto are very funny and talking about John like you can't totally hear me or uh-huh. anything. But good shit. Yeah, so that should be um, hopefully coming out before the end of the month. We'll get an episode out here. Um, but yeah, that's that's coming up. So there's only one thing left to do. So Marianne, if you will, ring the bell. This has been a night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit notlg.com.